Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. Jason Brown's with us, president of Lexus Investment Partners. Tell me about your thoughts here, because the first half of the year, obviously, with stocks down 20%, it was a triple bear market. Nothing did well, right? Not stocks, not bonds, not cash. Cash, even if you held cash, you missed it because inflation was much higher um, than, than the value of cash. So now, after the worst start for a trading year since 1970, now what? Well, thanks, Nicole. It's a, you know, it's an interesting setup for sure. I, I think the most important thing people can be thinking about today is really, if you've got that longer time horizon, uh, really trying to focus out on, uh, you know, not so much the news of are we in a recession at the moment, but what are things going to look like after we get through this period? And when you look back to today and you think about the fact that many uh, wonderful companies are not just trading at 20% off that the market is, but sometimes 30% or more. Um, you know, were you worried a lot about inflation, worried about the potential for things to fall back and, and retrenching, or were you actually out there following what was hopefully your plan to begin with and, and taking advantage and, and trying to buy some of these great companies while they were on sale? Obviously, you've got to make sure that uh, you're able to take care of any near-term needs. Uh, and if you're working with a financial advisor, you probably want to update your plans just to make sure that you're comfortable uh, with, with, again, how you're going to get through what could be a challenging period in, in, in the months ahead. But beyond that, I think this is a, a really great time to be adding more exposure to, to equities, um, because I think when we look out, uh, you know, whether it's a year from now or two years from now, I really think we're going to be looking back at this time saying, well, I'm really glad that I, I had the foresight to to be in there uh, adding to my portfolio. And, and uh, I think, think you'll be rewarded over that time frame. Ah, understood. So if you're looking to add at this point now and willing to take some risk, at least for the longer term, right, um, is, there, is there something you'd be interested in versus something that you might stay away from? I mean, we're definitely seeing some money going into more of the safe havens, such as real estate and utilities and even bonds. Um, is there something that you like more than others? Yeah, you know, so this is again, one of those issues of, of very near term versus longer term. Uh, you know, near term, I think you do want to own utilities. You do want to own more defensive names, probably healthcare, uh, you know, would be an area that, that could, you know, maybe emerge and, and do well in this sort of environment, especially if we are moving past peak inflation. Uh, I think the most important thing right now is to stick with quality companies with strong balance sheets, uh, good earnings, maybe dividend growers, things of that nature, um, but also stay broadly diversified. I think a lot of people are, are uh, probably getting whipsawed quite a bit in the last week or so, for example, where for two days you've got tech surging and, and everything else sort of not doing well and, and maybe cyclicals doing very poorly and then they turn around and then home builders today, for example, are doing you know much better than a lot of other areas. Maybe semiconductors are getting beat up today. Uh, I, I really think you you want to make sure that you you recognize it's just a volatile time. Uh, I don't mind some people that may be underinvested just buying the market. I, I can tell you, um, I personally just invest in, in our ETF that we manage. But the way that we're positioned there is, you know, we we try to have, you know, basically the highest quality names across a broad range of industries. Uh, in, in again, in this type of environment, and then we'll wait to see 
how trends evolve over time to get more and more concentrated. If I was going to avoid an area, I still think the most important thing is you want to invest in companies that are making money that aren't going to have to turn to capital markets uh, to finance themselves. Because you know, if, if you're taking on debt, it's just it's become more expensive and and it's still widely available. Uh, but that could get a little bit more difficult going forward, uh, depending, again, how long it takes for us to get inflation measures under control. And similarly, it's it's not been an easy time to go out and raise capital by, uh, you know, issuing stock either. So I, I think that, uh, you know, you want to avoid those most speculative names. The good news is there's a lot of great names that have also sort of been taken out to the woodshed and are priced very attractively uh, as long-term opportunities. What's interesting is you said that you primarily invest in the ETF that you you manage at the firm there. Um, what are some of the features? I mean, obviously, it's something that you like and do your best with because you're managing that pretty actively. What are some of the criteria? Is it that? Is it, you know, companies that are quality with cash on hand, don't have to raise money? Um, what are some of the criteria? So, so our, our ETF is actually benchmarked against a 70-30 mix of stocks and bonds, and we have the flexibility to significantly shift our exposure over time uh, and also to incorporate other asset classes. So, you know, for the last several years, um, we've been sort of underweight bonds because, again, we just didn't find them particularly attractive as long-term investments. We've incorporated REITs into the portfolio, gold, and, and other things as kind of a hedge there. Um, and then as the market pulls back, we're also taking some of the money that we might have had in, in cash and or in bonds and putting it more into the different equities within our portfolio. Uh, we also use a combination of stocks and ETFs, and that way it allows us to follow uh, kind of broader trends in, in the mix. Uh, appreciate you you putting a, a a chart of our of our ETF up there, um, but yeah, this is this is really designed uh, to be how I manage my personal portfolio and it's sort of a core holding within client accounts. And then what we try to do for our clients is we'll manage around this position so that if they're more defensive, we'll hold more maybe short term bonds currently or or safer havens in, in their portfolios. And those that are more aggressive will obviously have. Uh, you know, more like that 100% stock stock exposure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, bear market, that's what we're in when you're down 20%. I mean, we're definitely seeing the bear market. Whether or not we're actually really in a recession, uh, you know, I guess we have to wait and see the final numbers. But at this point now, what about some of the favorites that people always love to talk about? Fang stocks or even the, you know, wild crypto or meme stocks or anything else. I mean, tech stocks that have a lot of growth names. Would you start to look to some names that people or something that people like? What should they do? So when you look back historically, um, you know, we have these sort of different cycles with respect to inflation in particular, which is sort of the hot button today. Um, and, you know, one of the challenges that happens with any of the tech or really growthier names uh, when inflation becomes uh, entrenched is it forces the Fed to raise interest rates. And that tends to bring everybody to shorten the duration of their portfolios, whether you're in bonds, you tend to own shorter term bonds. When you're in stocks, you tend to own stocks that may pay a dividend uh, or, or again, just um, be looking nearer term for that profitability side of the equation. Uh, and that's exactly what's been happening. Um, 
we believe we may be moving past peak inflation. The challenge there is that the reason we're we're doing that is is again the Fed sort of putting on the brakes. They're tightening policy. Interest rates have gone up. As a result of that, we're starting to see some slowdown in in growth. And, and ironically, what tends to happen there, although not necessarily right away, is people will tend to seek companies that have more of that growth opportunity. So when everything starts to, to sort of slow down a little bit, there are some companies, some businesses out there, maybe like your Apples or of the world and, and so forth would be a, a tech name that, that we still like, um, that, that do have a tendency to continue to be able to have strong demand for their products and, and really find ways to continue to grow at a faster pace than let's say a lot of the more defensive names that had led up to that point. I will say right in the window we are right now, um, it still tends to pay to be defensive. So you wanna still keep holdings and things like utilities, maybe consumer staples, although I personally think they've gotten a little pricey. Um, REITs tend to do well post-peak inflation. So if you don't have any exposure there, they've pulled back sharply. We still find REITs attractive. Uh, but I wouldn't mind nibbling in some large cap tech. I am not uh, personally a fan of, 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 of crypto. I, I think that uh, that's an example of a highly speculative asset that, that may still have some more uh, pain ahead, believe it or not. Um, I, I also think eventually, you know, you might want to consider some of the more aggressive technology names. I just would prefer personally to wait on that until we get into a you know, a little bit stronger economy just because I think we need to get past this this window and it's really unclear how long this is gonna last. I do think one thing that you wanna keep in mind, a lot of people get concerned about this recession issue. Um, and, and of course, none of us wanna see, you know, employment tick up too much or things of that nature. But even when you look back to periods uh, where the Fed was tightening and we went into recession, like let's say 1966 or, or 1980 uh, and, and so forth, um, most of the bear markets in that environment aren't necessarily a whole lot worse than what we've already experienced. And recoveries tend to happen oftentimes pretty quickly. We're not currently expecting that any recession that we may experience is gonna be, um, I'm gonna call it horrific for lack of a better way of saying that. Um, so, you know, we do have to watch for the possibility that tighter conditions expose some highly levered area that creates systemic risk. Um, but that's not our base case at the moment. And given that, uh, you know, again, like I said, we think this is an attractive time to invest, even if economic conditions get a little worse before they get better. All right. Jason Brown, thank you. President of Alexis Investment Partners. Nice to see you. Thank you. It's great to see you, Nicole. Thank you. Yeah, nice to see you as well. Look, REITs, staples, some large cap tech even, but no crypto, he said. Hmm.